Welcome to The Pop-In, the adjacent podcast of Flop Stars, where we run through the big music releases of the week and the music news stories. Coming up... Flop Stars. We're going to talk about the Jonas Brothers' brand new song, Carly Uchis, as well, and introduce you to a brand new band called Blusher, who are literally the best band in the world, or they will be at some point. Um, but first, Sam Murphy, it's nice to see you again. It's very nice to see you. The Weeknd and Ariana are back together for third time. Yeah, I couldn't work out whether it was third or fourth time. I think it's the fourth time we've had um, uh, uh, if you na, 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 Love Me Hardy. Love harder. Me Hardy. Um, <laughs> and then, did I say Love Me Hardy? Love Me Hardy. <laughs> love Me Tom Love Hardy. Me Ed Hardy. Um, <laughs> you went Tom, I went Ed. <laughs> <laughs> the, the great brothers. <laughs> um, and then we have also Off the Table, Off Ariana's Positions. And then we have the two remixes, <sighs> Save Your Tears and Die For You. I had completely forgotten about the off the table one. I completely forgotten well, about that. Slanderous. It's a good shout from you. Well, you know, things just escape your mind every now and then, but they are back together on a redo of uh, Die For You, um, which does does it not feel late to you for a Die For You remix to emerge? Well, I mean, it's late for Die For You to be doing well full stop. So I yeah. think all rules are off when it comes to Die For You. Like, yeah. this is a Starboy song that I think, if I'm not wrong, was not even a single during that era. So TikTok's brought it back, completely killed the Dawn FM era. Listen next for our Flop Stars episode on Dawn <laughs> FM. Um, but yeah, it's there and I can't stand Die For You. Couldn't stand it when the album came out all those years ago. And now it's just come back from the dead like some awful dictator or something like that so awful dictator incredible (laughs) that said ariana and the weekend are like one of the great partnerships in music and always happy to have them it's never not good and that's very frustrating to me because you're right this song to be honest i actually didn't mind this song this song kind of does remind me of almost like a um you know uh loch ness monster that just sort of lingers below and doesn't really do much and then all of a sudden pops its head out of the window. You're getting Loch Ness Monster, I'm getting deceased dictator. So I mean <laughs> somewhere in the middle. Somewhere in the middle Immaculate. Works. Immaculate. Um <laughs> But it does feel right to have to it, it you know, it's a combination that never doesn't hit. And I still remember the Save Your Tears live performances, just seeing the two of them just like oh. riffing off each other and realising each other's brilliance um, completely blew my mind. And so it just makes sense to have them back together once again. There's not really a big Ariana hit on the radio at the moment. So, you know, better time than never. Um, and this has also propelled The weekend into being the most uh, monthly listeners on Spotify in history. Yeah. Um, with 110 million monthly listeners, which is just a huge... That- phenomenal feats. Crazy. Well, here I think he has two top five records, or he will next week when Die For You goes number one like it's predicted to. It's just He has that and he's on the Metro Boomin' track um, Creepin'. Oh, I, ca- so, I keep forgetting that. Yeah. God, your memory's not do- serving you very well today. It's not doing well. Well, that's... And Creepin's doing very well in Australia as well, and it's... Like, obviously you can't critique the song too much because it's been out for 25 years, but... It, I don't particularly like what they've done with it. I don't find it particularly interesting. I find it a little bit grating. What about you? Yeah, I don't really, I don't really get it to be honest. No, but, <laughs> good for them. Don't come back to me. At the end, I'm just like, shut the fuck up. Um, but you know what? 
happy to hear the weekend doing good good stuff. We'll talk about Dawn FM in, in full in the full episode as well. Um, Hopefully, Pink's Pink's Trustfall has earned her her seventh number one album in Australia. I mean, of course, it was going to happen. Is that every single um, album, or that would be? That's a really good question. I think Trustfall might be the eighth. Let me look. Ninth. So There's two that didn't do number ninth, one. So two didn't. All right. Two didn't cool. hit number one. Yeah. Which happens. Um, but there's also, <laughs> during the, the massive round of press that she's been doing for this record, there's been a conversation she's been having about her younger days as well. Yeah, I mean, she's, she went onto Instagram and said that she was disappointed in her promo for this album because for some reason a lot of it kept going back to Lady Marmalade and this feud she had with Christina Aguilera, which supposedly yeah. had been buried years ago. But yeah. I don't know why during this press run it's come back up and That's continues to, to come out. back up. And Pink did nothing to put the fire out. She said that, like, she basically said that, like, Christina tried to, like, fist fight her when she was sitting in her chair. She said that the whole experience was unpleasant, which I'm like, just leave it alone. Like, just yeah. leave it alone. Supposedly the hatchet's been buried, so... I don't know why Pink keeps bringing this up and it became the whole this whole centre of this trustful press trip. So, I mean, that's exactly what you want to do when you're trying to promote an, an album, bring up a feud yeah. from 20 years ago. <laughs> Especially promoting your most, in your own words, personal album that talks about, you know, stuff that you've been going through and your internal battles. It doesn't feel yeah. like... A sensible thing to be bringing up something that happened 20 years ago. Also, I like that you use the word press trip to describe what she did, which was literally sit in her living room and do Zoom calls across the globe. Um, that is not outlets. true because I listened to Table Manners with Jesse and Lenny Ware, and she was in their living for, in their living room in South London. So bullshit. She did something. It was true. She said she as long as she'd been away from the kids, about 12 hours by the sounds of it. <laughs> By the way, she's absolutely nasty to that poor younger kid. She called him an idiot on the podcast and then said every time she calls home, she just wants to speak to Willow. I'm like, can you imagine? I heard a couple of similar things and I was like, Jesus, that poor child. He's like, yeah, uh, Willow's a young me and Jameson's a young Carrie. And I'm like, okay, uh, yeah, evidently you are putting all of his failings and flaws at nine years of age down to what Carrie's done in the past. Yeah, exactly. She needs, like, she needs to wake up because she also said that Willow has a good and beautiful singing voice. I'm like, I didn't know that. Incorrect. Not true. Not a single judge voice would turn around for it. Absolutely not. <laughs> single, also single judge voice. You just said that's good. That's great stuff. Single voice judge. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I'm on for, on fire. This, we are both on evening. fire today. Um, old mates. Ellie Golding, Calvin Harris teasing a third collaboration. So similar to our conversation about Weekend and Ariana. Can we name the two so far? Is it outside? Yes. And outside, and I need your love. I need your love. Of course, the bigger one. Yeah. yeah. No, well, I thought that too, but Outside's bigger now. No. Yeah, look at streaming. It's bigger. It's more popular. No. Well, cultural I'd... impact. What was bigger? Subjective well, actually, cultural since impact. being here and seeing Ellie a few times, I think Outside is. Is she doing I Need Your Love as well? I don't think she did last time I saw her. Okay. But she I'll, did I'll do it. Outside. 
I'll accept it. Anyway, it doesn't matter because the two of them are old news now because yep. we have a third collaboration coming up. Um, it's called Miracle. It's Ellie's been delaying her album over and over, waiting yep. for this song to come out and hopefully <laughs> do some numbers for her so she can <laughs> drop the bloody thing. Um, but this one sounds like a full-on like trance rave track. It's like he played it um, at one of these EDM festivals somewhere in the world about a week ago and it actually sounds wild like so wild that i feel like it could work in the way that i'm good with bb and david did yes i'm so here for this like chaotic trance revival that seems to just be slowly seeping in and it definitely all started with getter <laughs> me too just feels- i feel like we're going back to that silly 90s period that we never thought yes. was gonna come back up again exactly and it just feels so and like the oliver tree miss you is such a kind of 90s raver track as well. Yeah, totally. I, I feel like this could definitely be the next kind of next kind of one because Calvin's been on that sort of funk tip again for the last couple of years. And, of course, he's got the track with Sam Smith at the moment, I'm Not Here to Make Friends, which is sort of on that sort of funk and groove sort of situation. Yeah. Um, so it'll be very interesting to see what happens with him and Ellie for the third time lucky. Yeah, I think that it could work for them. I hope so. Oh, God, my I've lost your... F- yeah, I've lost your footage. There we go. Hi! I'm back. <laughs> Hi! <laughs> bubble Flop. Let's do Boom. Bubble Flop. Stop. Biggest new songs of the week. Let's say whether we like them or not. Um, the Jonas Brothers have a new single called Wings. They are back. They're ready to roll. What do we think of this, Sam Murphy? Well, it's actually probably my best reaction to a Jonas Brothers single straight off the bat because I feel yeah. like it's really like flavorful and just I love the like the instrumentation, the production. I love that kind of 70s funk vibe they've got going on with it. And then it bloody ends before 2 minutes. Yeah. It's like a minute and 58 seconds long. 158. And I was like, "Oh, this must be the intro to the album," which I'm like, "That's fine. Drop that and then next week drop the first single." Not track 3. Crazy. I it like that you say it's sense. the intro. It could be the intro to the album because the album is literally called the album, the which album. I think is. Yeah. I'm always so they're here doing for the a, absolute least. This yeah, year, right? I'm here for a self-referential album title, like the difficult second album. I can't remember who did that one. I think it was Pet Shop Boys or something. But um, LM Five from Little Mix <laughs> as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for that. Um, but this is, yeah, this is really, really strong. Um, and I think they've just done a really, really good job of kind of over the last few years, not overdoing it with their sort of comeback and resurgence. Yeah. They've been quite subtle about it and sort of done some strategic moves here and there. I think putting out the movie a couple of years ago was a really smart idea to sort of show the whole, you know, story of getting back together. A lot of that has to do with Australia and a little trip they made over here to start making some music again. And yeah, Does I it? just think it's, yeah, I think so. I can't really remember the movie. I had too many champagnes watching it. Um, but it's a good... <laughs> It's a really good return to form Me for with them. any movie that's longer than <laughs> half an hour. <laughs> and John Bellion did the production so and, and wrote the song with them. So it's nice to see him back on his yeah. 2019 producing every song in the world tip again. Because um, <laughs> he's a bloody genius. I was just listening to Justin Bieber's Justice today. Oh, yeah. He was a, a big producer on that. Anyway, yeah, it was massive, wasn't it? R.I.P. Justin's Justice World Tour of Australia. Oh, my which... God. I thought you were going to say R.I.P. Justin. I was like, what? No, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Also, Apparently, he's going to reschedule. It's just going to be a no. new era. He's only 29. 
29. I know it's insane. Jesus. He's had a very long life so far. Um, um, are you going yeah. bop or flop? Bop. Yeah. Hmm. What I think I'm going to go flop because it's too short. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Yeah. Not enough for you to hold on to. That's good. We've started on a fight. Um, so that works well. But I actually agree with what you're saying. Uh, the Weekend and Ariana, we've already talked about the song. What do we think of Die For You now? It's got the Ariana side on it. It's better with the Ariana side on it. Yep. Also, have you heard all these people saying that she's enunciating now because she's doing Wicked the Musical at the moment? The Wicked the Musical love, the movie. I the love series. that. And, um, <laughs> and they're saying that she's enunciating her words more on, on her Die For You remix. So good for her. But she whipped totally this together quickly. She sounds great. She always sounds great. It makes a shitty song a little less shitty. Does that make it a bop or a flop, though, is the question. Um, a flop. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'll go flop as well. I just, I think it feels, as much as I love hearing them together, it does feel like a kind of cheap idea to try and get this back into some sort of chart contention. Um, yeah. When there's plenty of tracks still from Dawn and presumably a lot still coming from the weekend soon. Did you read the article in Rolling Stone this morning, though, about the idol? Yes. <sighs> it sounds like a mess. So for those who don't know, The Idol is the show that um, Abel is starring in. And did he executive produce it as well? Yeah, I think Troy Sivan's in it as well. Troy Sivan is in it. And this probably adds up to why Troy Sivan's uh, relaxing era has been so long. Um, because <laughs> they've basically gone way over budget, way over time. Actors have left halfway through. Um, it's just chaos with the guy from Euphoria kind of at the helm of the direction of it as well. Um, and... <sighs> Abel couldn't finish the commitments of filming because he had to go on tour and it's just been this whole clusterfuck that's now come out in a Rolling Stone article, um, hence why um, it's taken so long. Shout out to uh, a friend of ours, Gab, who um, until this morning thought that Troye Sivan being in the Idol meant he was judging American Idol and has <laughs> now discovered this morning that it's actually a show called The Idol. That he's going to be starring in on HBO. That's good. No, don't you? Haven't you seen the clips from American Idol this week of Troy Sivan not on the judging panel, but a very upset <laughs> Katy Perry, very upset <laughs> oh, about the gun Katie. laws in this country. Poor thing. Poor thing. Um, Australian Idol's down to its top ten as well. R.I.P. J.C. Already, Fox, who departed the building on Monday night. Um, who I thought was the best one of the twelve. So well done to everyone. Okay. Well, that's good. I said well done to everyone a lot of times. Wait, it's already down to top 10. Yeah, they're smashing through it. It's not rating very well. So they're just getting, <laughs> killing people getting off. It like, out. Get Megan out of the country. Very Hunger Games. Yeah, well, she performed. She did, um, what's the song? Uh, Made You Look the other night on the Elimination Show. Yeah, how'd she Chris go? Olsen's, Chris Olsen's in the country as well on Megan's Dime. So Is he? On yeah. Megan's dime. On Megan's dime. I so think well Chris done. has got his own dime he can use now. Nah. Surely. Megan's payroll on the trainer. The trainer Sabara payroll. The guy from Spy Kids. <laughs> and wouldn't we all love to be on the trainer Sabara payroll? I've always you know what you have to do? You have to turn up to their place in a pair of tracksuit pants and some oversized jumper and they let you straight in. As long as you've got <laughs> not a single controversial opinion about anything and you yep. can sit on the couch from eight to ten hours, you'll be right. Yep. 
and an enormous Starbucks coffee to give to their child that looks like yeah. Ed Sheeran. <laughs> the coffee or the child? Both. <laughs> I think Ed Sheeran looks a little bit like a latte. <laughs> hey, um, in terms of things that should have been in the top of the pop in, we've had a new Ed Sheeran album announced overnight called Subtract. It's coming out in May. Um, yeah, which no, feels... I left that out intentionally. <laughs> I went to the show at the weekend. I was in row six at the wow. very front. And it was you marginally say what was the highlight? better. Um, Galway Girl. Um, <laughs> although I missed I missed half of it because I was having a wee. And, you missed half um, of your favourite moment of the show. Play the fiddle. Yeah, but when I got back, that she was still like playing the fiddle minutes. in an Irish band. And she, fell in, she still was falling in love with an English band, so everything was fine. Okay. Um... A lot, lot of pyrotechnics and Bujara, who was o- opening for um, Ed, is a phenomenal artist who will be a global superstar in no time at all, which we've spoken about before. But he just, the way he did a stadium was just out of control. I've never seen anything. Yeah, like I saw it. a few vids. He looked good. Mental. Moving on, uh, Carly Uchis. You know who will returns. never play stadiums? Oh, no, I thought it was Housie next. Sorry. Carly Uchis <laughs> might play stadiums. <laughs> Has Carly played stadiums in like Latin America no. potentially before? No, she's big. Not yet. She is big, but not that big. Okay, fair. Um, uh, this she is could be big after from... this song. Yeah, well, it's a Benny Blanco production. I think "Cash Me a Cat" as well on it. Um, second single from the album. I think this is brilliant, Sam. Yeah, it's so good, isn't it? I really liked the first one, but this one has clicked even more for me. She's just totally in her own lane. And I like that you can release a song like this now and be like, I could see it doing well because the charts are so all over the place at the moment. It's really hard to predict what sound people are going to latch onto. And I think they're going to latch onto this. 100%. Yep. It's just so woozy and and nice and tight. And yeah, it's one of my favourite songs I think she's ever done. So go Carly. It's a bop from us. Go Carly. Now let's talk about Halsey. This is confusing release for me. This is an extended <laughs> version of the hook. No, she didn't even sing the hook. She put a verse on Post Malone's Die for me off Hollywood's Bleeding a couple years ago. And now she's yep. extended it and made it her so- her own song, kicking Post yep. Malone and, and Future off in the process. And it's not a bad song per se but for me it just sounds like without you like part two but less good yep that's pretty much how i feel as well um good. it's Moving not on. doing much for me from an artist that i think is genuinely quite phenomenal um Where's, I I what's she doing at the moment it. where's she going i could not tell you what this next year she's just been like yeah i can't work it out i think she's just doing mum stuff as well um <laughs> she's got the she's got the beauty line she's gone for rihanna on it all um, but you know, she gave so much for so for a few years in a row that I don't think she needs to rush back into doing everything. Um, That's true. Yeah, and so this is kind of just a sort of fan favorite sort of moment. I think just in the middle of waiting for the next album cycle to come. But when she comes, I I, I still think that last album stands up probably better than we gave it credit for at the time. I think it yeah, was a really interesting and bold I think move. we should do it on Flop Stars. Oh, fucking great. Yeah, good idea. Considering we haven't planned more past uh, next week's episode, let's add that in. 
expect that in two weeks from now. Uh, <laughs> you said it like I've just told you the draw for the upcoming week of football. Yeah, fucking well, great. Fo- football does start this week in Australia. No, I'll put the I tips d- in, oh, in, the, in, you- the football, in the tipping competition um, here at the radio station that I work at. Um, the annual tipping competition. There are 15 competitors. Last year, on my first round... We do not need a run-through <clears throat> no, it's of interesting. Your, it's interesting. your work football competition. Okay, Last year, it be interesting. on the first round, I used my Joker card, which is that you get double the points for every game that you get right, and then yeah. if you get them all right, you get triple the points. And I got okay. all eight games right and used my Joker. So I was winning the tipping competition for like the first 12 rounds and then I went to your stupid wedding and forgot to put my tips in for like four weeks straight and lost the tipping competition realized after the first week yes I should have but I was thinking more about things in Italy and I was in England as well thinking about football and I wasn't thinking about football in Australia um, but that's my story about football tipping. As we move on to talking about Australian Absolutely icons in the making. listening. <laughs> hey, hey, you come here. You don't just come here for us to go, yeah, the song's good. Yeah, the song's bad. You come here for this. You come here You do. For you come here for the full experience. You're not listening yep. to the Pitchfork review. No. Boring. No. Nah. New York Times podcast. No. Nah, Joe Casamento, eat your heart out. Whatever his name is. Righto. Uh, Blusher. Um, this is their second single ever. They have signed to Atlantic Records out of the US immediately after stepping off stage in Brisbane for a thing called Big Sound, which is like our version of South by Southwest, um, wow. even though we now have one. Um, it, it was quite phenomenal to see that happen. And they were the absolute talk of the town at that festival um, after doing their first ever shows with full choreography and everything. Um, full choreo? Full choreo for first shows. Wow. And it was so good. Um, yeah, the back with Dead End is the first kind of single from their major label era. Um, yeah. And it's such a beautiful, dreamy bit of pop music, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. It feels as pure as pure. Like, everything's yep. very clean. The voice is very clean. Um, melody's perfect. Like, it's just a real solid song. Yeah, and it feels light as well. It doesn't feel too dense. Um, what does excite Sounds me like is... Sounds like we're on Bake Off. <laughs> nice fluffy texture to it. <laughs> these, three, these three have all done their 10,000 hours in solo projects and in other duos and stuff. So it's sort of a super group of Is this the one you were banging artists. on about? Yes. At the, in our Wrapped episode? The one yeah. song that... Oh, I think you were. What band? No, that been? was a different one. That was You Problem. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was a different one. They're great as well. They've got a brand new song out this week called Avalanche, um, which is also good, but we're not going to do a full thing on it. Um the <laughs> these so one of them is a solo artist called Austin, um, who's had some some relative success in Australia. One of them was part yeah. of oh, a I band know called, Austin, yeah, A U S T E N. That's right. Um, ah. one of them was in a band called Audition Tape, and then the other one was in uh, it's gonna one of them always escapes me, and it's always a different one every time I talk about them. Um, but they're just the best, like, and they're just such a cool crew and sweet, sweet people. And the choreo's the choreo's amazing. And the great thing is, 
I think this is probably one of their less good songs that's coming from this EP that will come at some point. Um, and wow. I'm saying that with it still being a, a proper, like, incredible pop song. Um, there are some absolute heaters on the way. Um, and they're they're going to be a massive, massive deal. So watch out for Blusher. It's a bop from me. Great. Yeah, it's a bop from me too. I forgot I have to tell you what I think. Yeah, you need, it's literally the whole name of the segment. It's bop or flop. <laughs> Got to decide one side. Um, <laughs> all right, before we jump into the full episode, which you can get on your feet as well, uh, Lola Young, Don't Hate Me. This is new stuff. She's British from memory. Yeah, she's British. This song's blown up a little bit on TikTok. I think like Hayley Bieber or um, Bella ah. Hadid used it in a story or something. Very like strange, uncomfortable, gritty, um, yep. in your face pop music. And I've heard a few things from her and nothing's really hit me. But this song was the first one. I was like, oh, there's really something to this. So this one's a yep. pop for me. Absolutely. I still remember hearing her very, very early on because I think she signed out of Australia from memory um, to the Due Process record label out here. And Did she? That, yeah, from memory she signed out of here back into the rest of the world or maybe just signed to them for here. But anyway, there, wow. there was a, a concerted push in Australia for her very early on, I think in the, mid, in the middle of the pandemic. And I've always been really interested in her. I think her voice is phenomenal. I think the way that she can navigate around a really uncomfortable melody is really interesting. None of yeah. the, the way that she is singing is comfortable or comforting. It's very arresting and it's very sort of, it stands on its own and it's essentially her competing with some drums, um, some really brilliant kind of live instrumentation um, and, and none of it ever feels quite comfortable and safe and I really like yeah. that. It's very edgy. It's very, keeps you on your toes. Um, and yeah, I just really think she's a very, very interesting pop artist because there's definitely some in that kind of smoky gritty voice there's definitely some easy references to make the amy winehouses of the world etc but she's yeah. i think she's she navigates lyrics and melody very differently um to them and i think there's something really special about her so i'm glad to hear this song's getting a little bit of traction it's a it's a bop from me but not a not a straightforward bop if that makes sense yeah yeah well we only give two words so you don't have to clarify you Absolutely. Hate it. And there's no fence sitting, you know. Um, finally, Church is back with Over. I think this sits in the blusher world and I really, really like it. It's a gorgeous yeah. little pop song from them. Yeah, I actually hated when they went fully pop on that Greg Kirsten record. I think mm. it was two records ago, Love is Dead or something. Hated yep. it. So I was a bit nervous when I heard the previews for this one because I was like, oh, God, they're going back to that kind of sound. But it's Oscar Holter on production here. Um, and he smashes it. This is a yep. this is like one of the most obvious, straightforward, best church songs in a while. Yep. I couldn't agree more. Um, it just feels it feels like discovering them again. And that's a really yeah. cool thing because they're such a formative band for me. Um, in kind of the early 2010s, um, you know, one of the first like indie bands that I got into when I was <laughs> when I was younger, um, and they were sort of a real gateway into sort of a slightly off kilter way of doing pop music. Um, yeah. And so I'm very grateful yeah, for that. This is exactly what that feels like, where it feels it feels you know you know it, but also you don't. And there's enough. There's almost like a constant wondering what's going to happen next in it but you still feel like you can be in the moment with those really hooky choruses and stuff. So, yeah, yeah it really f feels nice. I, I interviewed Lauren um, probably 
four or five months ago and she seemed in a really good place with it all. They're really enjoying touring. They're like trying to take it all in now rather than just going city to city to city. They're actually trying to properly live in these cities for a couple of days and soak up the atmosphere and let oh, that incorporate itself into the music. live in every city they toured in. I mean, you'd be very busy. You'd be very, very busy. <laughs> It'd be fun, though. It would um, be fun. Yeah, live like a, live like a local. That was my um, that was my <laughs> mission when I first became um, of a, well when I turned eighteen and decided to leave the country for a little while. I thought, fuck it, I'll go to London and I'm going to live like a local for six weeks. I picked up a smoking habit. Um, I wore trench coats. Um, it's, it's great fun. And then I came back to Australia. And I was like, smoking you is disgusting. <laughs> I was skit. I was skit. Love. <laughs> I developed a Yorkshire tea addiction. I can't oh. go on another British rant. I've already done that. So you I'm are an enemy of the monarchy today. You're an enemy of the monarchy. I've always said that. Um, Not of the monarchy, just everything outside the gates of the palace. You will be this. You your invite will be redacted to the king's coronation. I yeah. I will be kicked out of Frog Stomp Cottage or whatever it's called. <laughs> Silver chair album. You're talking about Frogmore Cottage. This frog stop cottage. Ah. <laughs> Fuck me, Dad. That's good. Right. Righto. Sam said he's got shit songs. But what? we think he's got great songs too. The weekend is the subject of this week's flop stars. I don't think and I love the weekend. You've got to come over <laughs> and check out our conversation about Dawn FM, this incredible concept album, this life inside a futuristic radio station that's both retro and also otherworldly. Um, and it's it's come and listen to it, the flop, the flop stars episode about the weekend's Dawn FM. On your and the first Flop Stars album that has Jim Carrey on it. He could have been on Robbie Williams' Root Box. We never know. That's actually true. That is true. If, See if you on the episode. Bye. <laughs> Flop Suitably stars. fucking cooked episode, that one. <laughs> <laughs>